peace, namaste, and shalom. Everybody out there in dreamland, I am the beyond top secret Texan. Join me on my podcast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast, where I explore the outer limits of human abilities, top secret military technologies, the reality of extraterrestrial Earth alliances, secret space wars, advanced cryptozoology, subjects of theosophic truth, esotericism, and the occult. Beyond the Top Secret Texan Podcast. Greetings, everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning in to another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan I am your host, the Beyond Top Secret Texan, broadcasting you from the third coast, the Gulf Coast of Texas, and it is my pride and privilege to be doing so. We have a very great show lined up, but all our shows are great in their own way, and you should check out the archives, which number over 600 videos on YouTube. Thousands upon thousands of dark web videos posted on Instagram and Twitter, as well as TikTok. But be very aware the fact that my social media can be banned, can be blocked, can be shadow banned and suspended at a moment's notice. And it has been before. Having already been blocked out of two Twitter account or two sorry two TikTok accounts, the fucking social medias with Truth Social and stuff. I guess they really like their teas, and it gets kind of like jumbled up. Which I'm also on Truth Social, also on Truth Social by the way. And you can find all my social media and all of my websites and all of my productions uh, online uh, under Beyond Top Secret Texan. Typically one word, typically lowercase, but all under Beyond Top Secret Texan. So search that whenever you're looking me up. You can also find it on Linktree. Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. And it will be... all of my social media, all of my web pages, all of my activity. Ways to support me, uh, both financially and uh, just, you know, how to share and, and what to share and where to go what to follow, etc., to keep up to date, up to the minute, on all my posts. And I post daily on Twitter, I post daily on Instagram, I post daily on Telegram. So all you spies out there, definitely, you want to be in on this, to tell your dark, arconic masters of the Black Saturnic Cube Cults. That you invariably always serve the latest updates and news, as well as episodes from the Beyond Top Secret Texan, whether they be podcasts or videos or dank-ass memes. I do it for free. I do it for you, the people. And all I ask is for a like, a follow, and a share. Helps me out tremendously if you can share this content to um, your social media, to your favorite websites, to your favorite Reddit groups. That helps me like you wouldn't believe. But let's get into it. Today we're going to be talking about No Nut November and the NoFap movement as being ritualistic cult. Well, I guess you call it um, cult rituals. Ritualistic cult rituals. Kind of doubled myself on that one. But ritualistic cult rituals that are being disguised as empowerment movements 
much like how Dianetics was first introduced to the public and disguised for decades as a self-help um, New Age meditation practice that was like yoga, but was ultimately a gateway, and very obviously so, into Scientology. In fact, since the advent of the 20th century, movements of utopianism oftentimes featured the no-fap mantra in theory, almost for the same words, that a man's physical energy and essence and health were integrally connected to his amount of orgasms in a negative proportional way the more orgasms the worse his health especially if those orgasms were masturbation caused or uh, otherwise in what they would term in biblical terms, sodomy, which is non-productive, non-reproductive sex. Oral sex, in the strictest definition of the word, is sodomy, and it was, in fact, even illegal in America, especially in Texas, the state that I am from, up until the 90s, or early 2000s. This is a reality of America. These utopian movements that are populist, in many ways, Protestant, Christian, strict, puritanical, um, Calvinist, you know, uh, origins that were considered even heretical for other Protestants, more mainstream Protestants, because of how heavily they enforced these social and sexual roles of the communities that they were empowered with, which infringes on basic human rights as well as the definition of American freedoms and pursuit of happiness. This is strictly anti-American. This is strictly anti-human rights. This is strictly anti-enlightenment. This is strictly a reversion into what they call the Dark Ages in terms of the Dark Ages being ruled by superstition, religious fear, as well as a, a uh, overall desire, besides the negative, an overall desire for a positive ascension or enlightenment based on physical disciplines, purities, and restrictions, and asceticism. Middle Ages and Dark Ages being uh, very symbolic of monks, or covens, or um, coventries, um, nunneries, I don't know where they put nuns, um, you know, exactly like th these idea that the church was like a military in terms of discipline, requiring huge amounts of sacrifices under the guise of piousness and even its followers, let alone its actual practitioners and members and townspeople, peasants, people without consequence were starting to be guilt-tripped and made to feel immoral or sinful on the only thing that the church had really to guilt-trip them on or to um, target them with, which was their sexualities or their, in fact, just amount of orgasms they achieved. Because the idea of sexual immorality is itself a boogeyman, a myth. In real life, people, one, do not have the time, and two, do not have the access or energy to communicating with others as frequently as one imagines or masturbates, you know, imagine sex or masturbates within one's daily life or one's life. You and everyone you know, every human being you ever meet has significantly more masturbation than they ever have sexual contact. And save for a very small, extreme, either semi-professional or fully professional, and I mean small, segment of the population within literally points and zeros of percentages, sex is not a 
uh, very common occurrence, quote-unquote, in the wild. That people form monogamous relationships. That people have uh, problems with intimacy. People have doubts. People have anxieties. That's absolutely true. And thus, that prevents them from fully indulging as much so as they do in their minds. And I'm not saying the extremes of fetishism or perversion. I am saying the average common person. The person who has to work for a living. The person who has to function within a family and a community. The person who literally is living their life day to day. Now, the reason why I said that is because this NoFap no, uh, not November is the exact same thing. It is not a policing of any one um, attribute of life besides what one does with one's own genitals and self and what one thinks and directs their energy, even if temporarily as a diversion for life's pressures, stresses, anxieties, fears, whatever, or as a genuinely interested or outlet into something of the erotic or eros nature. And it's not only because they feel it as a divine order of a deity or a practice in, you know, in some kind of traditional metaphysical sense, this is a repackaging of it as it always is. From the very basic occult, totalitarian, intrusive leadership methods. As previously mentioned, as pioneered in the utopian movements with uh, Kellogg, Dr. Kellogg, uh, inventing things like graham crackers and Kellogg's cornflakes to suppress the sexual desires of its his, his patients and members, who he viewed as patients because he viewed himself as a medical doctor. This is the quackery that we've been fighting for well over the hundred years that Kellogg has since de- died, and well in thousand years before. That the, the idea that people are too sexual, people have too much lust, people have too much passion, and that is hurting them, is complete charlatanry. That's complete fucking quackery. That has nothing to do with science and nothing to do with real ancient re- wisdom or religion. Real ancient wisdom and religion encouraged sexuality. It encouraged marriage. It encouraged it within the guidelines which had to limit things as perversions, which were taboos, but people forget it also included a lot of permissions. And then people also conflate and misinterpret their Freemasonic or written without doing any of the writ research into the original context of text into um, their pastors or their ministers' own personal propaganda, which is historically, I mean, obviously they're Gentiles. They can't help themselves. They're culturally, geographically ignorant. They think it happened in the Middle East and shit, and they don't have any context for how the ancient world really ran. Um, sex was fucking everywhere. Every, you weren't a virgin past the age of 12. You just weren't. Uh, there, was an, there was an ancient Roman historian who wrote that one of the cures for blindness in Egypt was the urine of a virgin, but because virgins were so rare, it was almost impossible to acquire. As kind of a joke. Because, and even in ancient Greece and Rome, they, pff, they were, they were, exactly, they weren't innocent either. And that's the idea is that everyone in the ancient world had a very healthy, holistic, and honest interpretation of their own desires and sex. The orgitoriums, the, the parties that they would hold. Uh, when they say Christ ate supper with publicans and sinners, what do you think they're talking about? A dinner party? Do you think they're just sitting there in their clothes and their best just talking about politics and no no these are swinger parties and they even mention this that Jesus Christ would kiss Mary so much on the mouth and lips that it would make his apostles jealous 
And don't even get me started on the reality of that. Because people would try to make it seem like, well, it's just that he showed so much. It's, it's a symbolic thing like that. And then you get into, these people were real human beings. And in their life, they did practice discipline. They practiced restraint. That was the whole point of needing this balanced religion. But it was also to learn that there was no perfection until the New Testament with its Freemasonic Catholic Evangelios and the and fucking Paul and like bullshit like that, which was written hundreds or eighty years afterwards. Uh, hundreds of years afterwards in some cases. Like I said, the whole New Testament of James is completely rewritten in the year 1600 uh, by fucking uh, James of Scotland and his Freemasonic fucking uh, buddies and shit like that to take out all the all the fucking Catholic parts and uh, Roman parts and stuff to make it seem like a Protestant English religion can be can be, you know, as credible, which is... You can say what you want. The whole thing is a fucking mess. And that's why there's thousands and thousands of Protestant sects and shit and cults. It's a great schism. And that really was the... It's, like it's all been co-opted anyway. And it was all Julius Caesar. It's just Roman... Uh, Roman um, secularism. And Roman cosmopolitanism and stuff like that. And people don't realize that about me either. Is that while I have a firm belief in God. And I have a firm belief in Jesus Christ's ultimate death and resurrection he's like sent by god for this purpose to purchase us through the sacrifice and uh, salvation of his blood uh that it's already purchased that it's already been done the victory has already been accomplished but it was because he was sent down as the form of julius caesar and that uh the roman empire was the christian empire um sent to convert and save the masses which it did through its own power but also that the roman empire was uh personified and ruled through these powers and principalities and um you know and that's what we really do get it's this idea that it's constantly it's constantly prevailing and it's like it's repeating like philip k dick said the the year three three a.d um and is constantly are being replayed like the book of acts i think in his it was three a.d because it was the book of acts and the book of acts was constantly replaying in his mind. And so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a time loop. It goes under a far greater sense of just this is history and this is progress. And it's really, it's not real, but it is. And it's not because it all, it's all that is, is these, is these, uh, dynamics are these, are these parallels. And it's like, yes, it's both heaven and hell at the same time simultaneously because it's about God's judgment on you in that moment. And God can make it heaven or hell depending on, because God controls everything, there is no free will, there is no state of mind that is not directly caused by God, or as a lesson from God, about the nature of God, and it's like, very, it's like, that's why I'm a Gnostic, <laughs> it's not that I'm a, uh, anti-Christian in my Gnosis, but these Gnostics are anti-Christian in their Gnosis, these Gnostics are, are men-hating, they hate the world, they hate materialism, they, they hate the, they hate the, the garden of heavenly delights. But it's not even that. They've created this sense that there can be only one way, which is this terrible way. And that all of it is terrible. And that it's really this great source of evil and sickness and ill health and ill will in the form of orgasm, in the form of masturbation, in the form of uh, sexual express or sexual interest as available through pornography, as available through the imagination, as available through uh, anything that's erotic, right? As being those things as false idols or being those things as uh, damaging to uh, mankind's ultimate willpower or physical health or mental health or spiritual health. It's built on an inward shame. Yes, sometimes it's necessary. And, but that's saying that everything needs moderation, and the point I wanted to make about this is that, yes, you don't want to be a coomer, you don't want to be a degenerate, you don't want to be a sex addict, you don't want to be someone who cannot function without constantly relying on this thing that's addiction. 
all addiction is wrong and evil. But you can be addicted to gambling, you can be addicted to drinking, you can be addicted to having fist fights in public, you can be addicted to rage, so you can be addicted to damn near fucking anything, right? And it, that's absolutely the case. All addiction is obsession. And addiction is wrong. But... A slave obeys. A man chooses. And as I say, a man chooses and a slave obeys. Addiction is slavery because you're obeying the addiction. And you cannot refuse it. No fap. And the No Nut November is slavery. Because you also cannot refuse any of their edicts. Any of their rules, which is total abstinence and a rewiring of the self and a denial of the of the of the mind, a denial of the man um, by a rule as a fundamental rule. If you are engaged in that ritual, it is telling you from an outside source what you have to do, why you have to do it and that you are going to do it or you failed it. You are not good enough for it. That you lack the discipline and purity to be a part of their club. It's called a ritual of abstinence or a ritual of discipline. But people don't ask why, what they're doing. They think that they're helping themselves like all cults. They don't tell you that you're joining a cult. They don't tell you that you're becoming reliant on their teachings, on their practices, on their rule you can say it's not deception the science is there you can say that it's because of the idea of the evil of the pornography industry and you're rebelling against that you can say that it's because you actually do need to assert self-control in these huge fasting ritualistic month-long ramadans of fucking coming and basically that can all be justified to you but the reason why they do ramadan in islam is because islam is slavery to Allah, it is a totalitarian, monotheistic, fundamentally self-hating, society-driven theos, uh, theocracy. It's a theocracy. It is the transcendence between state, religion, and individual. Where all of them have to align to a set of fundamental teachings which are fundamentally adhered to, that cannot be altered or changed, but only interpreted, that extends to every level of society downward. Regardless of its efficiency, its effectiveness, or its actual uh, methods of, of uh, you know, its proofs, you know, if, if people are happy or miserable or not, or what the progressive or primitive or popular or unpopular as a culture in the world that is a fundamental reality if you're born into that. Those things that are governing what you think are right and wrong. Those things that are governing what everyone thinks are right and wrong as a baseline. In the Western world, we don't have that. In a Western world, you yourself personally decide what is right and wrong. And if you have fallen into addiction, oftentimes it's because you are imbalanced to begin with. You didn't have proper... Uh, grounding you didn't have proper education there are many factors as why people can start off wrong mistakenly etc that is a burden that we have to bear in our society that practices freedom and self-control but that's not because our society is bad it's just part of the double-edged sword of freedom and self-direction and control you are free to either start well or not so you are free basically to make the best of whatever cards you are dealt Right, And it's the game, though, that you can win regardless of what you're dealt. You can win, quote-unquote, as long as you know how to play those cards. The reason why I'm saying that is because man has to accept the lessons and the weaknesses that they have as it's in God's heart for them to have those as tests for them to overcome. But complete indulgence or denial is to run from those tests. For a man must learn moderation, self-control, self-direction, independence, 
self-fulfillment, self-satisfaction. A man must learn when to say yes and when to say no. That all things have a time. All things have a season. All things have a good reason. Including masturbation. Including orgasm. Including sexual lust and interest and excitement. And regardless if they're trying to blackmail an entire generation now of people who were born into a society where this was freely available and encouraged for them. With the ways of the old, with these compromise, uh, deep state um, usage of, of amateur pornography or tacking into people's iCloud accounts with backdoor admin status like they did during the fappening, etc., and painting pornography as the pursuit of criminals and degenerates and uh, all manner of blackmail-type things, we have to understand that that is the point, that they are trying to create a new Dark Ages. They are trying to create a world where women are afraid of being intimate or falling in love or even exploring sexuality and men are afraid of indulging it or encouraging it in themselves as well. In fact, men are considered or are told it's considered a sickness. It is what's ruining their life. It is what's bringing forward problems into their life. It is what's ruining their relationship. It's what it's what is the worst thing in their life. Not the fact that this world has always existentially been a test, a perdition, a crucible of hardships, for that is the ugly truth of reality, the hard truth of reality is reality fucking hurts, and I said before that could be your addiction, that could be your cross to bear, but trust me if it wasn't it's still gonna hurt as bad. It's going to kill you. Eventually this world and reality will kill you. It will streamline you down in the length of heaven. Till you are nothing. Remake you again and do it all over again. Death created time to grow the things it would kill. Time is a flat circle. And jacking off ain't gonna fucking change that. Nor is not jacking off. You can live your entire life not jacking once. Ain't gonna fucking change the fact that life is still life. Human beings are still human beings. God is still God. Nature is still nature. Basically, NoFap and the No Nut November movements are cult rituals, though, like Ramadan like these ascetic fasts in the Hindu world that are more superstition than anything else. They're not outright evil, but cults are based on superstitions. They are cults. Absolutely cults. And they need to be treated as such. They need to be avoided. Addictions are wrong. Cults are wrong. Trying to join a cult to fight your addiction is not right. Two wrongs are not making a right. Thinking that you're in a cult because you have an addiction isn't also right. You must see things accurately. You must see things with reason. That you are not wrong because you indulge in the garden of earthly delights from time to time. In fact, that's clearly and obviously a major part of human nature. And always has been and always will be. In fact, there's a lot of positive biological benefits from having a routine and healthy masturbation schedule. These are things you need to tell sons. These are things you need to tell men. That when they don't jack off, when they think it's evil, when they think sex is wrong and perverse beyond some ritualistic spiritual matter like marriage or fucking... 
um, like I say, like yeah, this idea that it's it's somehow a sin or something unless they're part of your religion, um, or movement or culture, you know, that produces a lot of bullshit. That produces a lot of baggage. That produces a lot of emotional trauma. Rather than just saying, you know what, it's okay to jack off, but don't, like, you know, miss work for it. Don't be late to school because you're, you know, because you're letting it interfere with your life. Don't, um, turn into a failure and not reach your potential because this low-hanging fruit is there. Um, like, if, same way that you would be like, hey... Uh, don't throw your life away on cheap, meaningless pleasures when the ultimate benefits of self-discipline and applying yourself equally in proportional amounts to, you know, your other responsibilities, like all men need to be educated on and all men should learn, that it's not always this dramatic internal battle and dialogue that's all about them, that they actually have... Uh, fucking outside responsibilities that they need to be there for. Their time is not 100% theirs. It is society and the world's. It's their loved ones. It's their jobs. It's their uh, occupation, their hobbies, their interests. That's they, When they understand that, they are much healthier regardless if they are jacking off or not. Because they can keep it proportional. They can make sense of it. They can balance the plate, as it were, of their life. They can also then avoid drug addictions and alcoholism, etc. Because they're thinking of others before they're thinking about their own pleasure and indulgences. No matter what pleasure and indulgences they prefer. Men need to be taught how to live better not how to avoid and deny themselves any type of gratification or pleasure because that is as negative and as wrong for the overall development of a human being there's a basic human need it's like water it's like air it's like soil for a plant you can't say one of those is worse than the others and thus needs to be removed while we concentrate on the benefit of the remaining and expect to see any positive growth or results in the plant. In fact, that would kill the plant. If you remove the element of water from it because you think you're watering it too much so you don't water it at all, and rely on only the sun and soil. Soon it will die because it needs that third factor, that third portion. Same thing with, oh, well, it's getting too much sun. Let's keep it in utter darkness. No, you need a balance. You need exposure to these different things, but in balance. And that's the problem with a lot of this. Especially compromot, especially this idea that um, sexu sexuality is shameful or it's a blackmail or it can be used as a blackmail. And any uh, attempt at associating sexuality with someone is immediately the worst thing you can do in the world or have done to you in the world. And in reality, you, everyone who is a real mature human being who lives in a balanced world knows how meaningless it all is. It, it, well, I mean, it's like the fappening. Like, the fappening was um, a release of nudes and sexual materials from celebrities by a hacker from an iCloud account. And they released thousands of different celebrities um sex tapes and, and nudes, etc. And it's like, the one, th and this was in 2015, I believe. And while that seemed to be this massive damaging exposure for all these young women um, in the Hollywood industry, it just helped their careers 
because it brought them both the idea of their, like, you know, their vulnerability in society, but also the increased interest and reality that these are real human beings with real sexuality, with real bodies, and regardless if it was a voluntary thing or not, not debating the ethics of that, it was a hack, it was a crime, society has caught the guy, it's clear as day what happened, he went to jail for this, etc. But the idea of society, they didn't shame them, they didn't reject them. Aubrey Plaza has a video of her playing with herself. He's like masturbating in front of a mirror over a sink. Is that is she considered a pervert? Is she considered wrong? Is she considered sick or evil? No, it's this idea that everybody does it, no matter who you are, what age you are, and that's what it looks like. Get over it. It's fucking nature. That's what it, get over it. The idea that cultures walked around topless like the Minoans or in Africa, in, in, to the, say, or in South America on the Amazon, there is no such thing as nudity. There is no such thing as sexuality. There is, that's a concept made by man to help each other have interest in one another still. If everyone walked around nude all the time, it wouldn't be anything you'd even care about. Like in like if you went to Java and every single man is naked, except for like a string they tie around their dong, you would just ask for a dong string and you'd have to just get used to it as they ate dinner, as they hunted, as they just, you know, got high together. It was like no one is wearing clothes. That's the thing, the idea that the society is telling you that this is nature, that this is a part of a biological process that needs to be corrected, that needs to be addressed, that needs to be fixed. They are wrong. That is a occult in its very essence because it's operating on pro principles that you are not aware of that are directing your energies not on yourself but onto this grand ritual which they are calling No Nut November uh, and you look into the gematra of that shit. You know, there's obviously a lot behind it. And you look into the powerful figures and all these little videos that they're making money on. One and all. Like, let's look at the just those basic black magic. Money. Are they profiting from this? Fuck yeah, they are. They're making YouTube revenue. They're making advertising revenue. They have an entire industry... Of YouTube creators, uh, virtual creators, websites, personal coaches, gurus, preachers, all kinds of religious people from uh, Muslims to uh, Americans giving coaching advice about how porn is evil, porn is an addiction, porn is ruining your life, porn is making you a weak man, porn is the pro uh, source of all your problems, and in fact you're the one who caused all your problems, you need to help fix it by obviously assigning to my uh, philosophies and my uh, coachings, right? My, my cult leadership. And yes, it is a multimedia marketing type pyramid fucking scheme um, to the extreme like all these cults are, right? And it's 100% it's on those lines it needs to be addressed. Ancients like the Buddhists and the Far Eastern people have a far healthier understanding of this. I have lined up a audio sample right now of Montak Chia on the YouTube channel London Real. And these are ancient. Buddhist masturbation techniques. These are ancient Buddhist ways to help alleviate the physical stresses, the physical desires, the erotic energies of every man and woman, of every human being, but in positive ways. The thing he'll be talking about that I want men to hear, because this is directed to the men for the No Nat, No Fat November, uh, No Nut November, and the No Fat movements are directed at men almost 100% of the time. The technique known as sharpening the knife, which is what men know as edging today. 
and the positive results of that that can only be achieved by successful technique and frequent healthy masturbation, which is the physical increase in size, strength, and stamina of your cock so that when you do find a mate, a girlfriend, whatever, not judging, you can better sexually perform, satisfy that person, and build a deeper bonding trust for everything the man does and every phase of their life has a purpose, a healthy purpose, a reasoning that is beyond your understanding. And if you thought you were wasting your time or throwing away your life or killing yourself softly by masturbating for hours throughout the night, edging multiple times a day, you are being guilt-tripped for doing what is ultimately good for you, which is building your musculature, building your stamina, understanding yourself so that when you are having to perform in the erotic battleground of sex, the marital bed, or just the hookup, you are going to be able to impress them, to satisfy them, as well as achieve your own satisfaction and pleasure. You will be socially superior to your competition. For this is what it is. We are animals. The nightlife scene of a big city is like the jungle. And all the apes are competing for mates, for attention, for social dominance and power. In the guise of having fun, hooking up, meeting people on the town etc. In fact, this isn't a big part of it, but the idea of pornography is just that. The ability to practice at home and to see without the actual big city investment into a red light district adventure. But it's low-hanging fruit, and one will have to either do those things in real life, which is the natural progression of first a thought, then an action. So it's very careful what one sees and what one decides to act on. But then again, the empowerment has been achieved because it was first only a thought, and then ultimately the actualization, the manifestation of the force of will. Whereas no fat movements, no not November movements, nothing is accomplished, nothing is done. The person still remains indecisive and unable to operate in the moment, regardless if they are frozen in the addiction of masturbation or porn addiction, or are frozen in the addiction of abstinence and uh, denial, self-denial. And they'll use examples in America, like, at least, and everywhere else, like, oh, well, porn was ruining my marriage. Well, I was uh, cheating on my wife because sex addiction, or pornography, or whatever. And it's like, once again, that's a convenient example. Just like drinking did not make you beat your children. <laughs> Just like drinking does not make you, um, you know, a deadbeat father. These are things that were fundamental problems in your personality, and thus pieces of hell that you had to endure as given to you by God. Nothing new with that. It's been happening forever. Every single generation as fucked up as the one before it until they learn their lesson. Time is a flat circle. You're born to the same life because death wants to kill you again and again and again. Death created time to grow the things that it would kill. So, that being said, let's try to do ourselves a favor. 
Let's listen to this ancient Buddhist masturbation technique specialist incorporate those into our daily lives. And remember, a man chooses, a slave obeys. Presenting to you is How to Masturbate by Mantek Chia on the London Real program. can do on their own. So for the man, he can sharpen the knife, yes. massage the testicles. For yeah. the woman, you have the eggs yes. that you can put inside the vagina, and you can do what you just said. You can right. stimulate the uterus. Can you talk about both of those things? Yeah, because the um, the the whole key in the Tao practice is you have to do some practice with the sexual organ. So the um, a major part is that... Um, the penis, when you, in, in the Tao, we say, is actually the father have the initiation, the boy, when they're teenagers. Teenagers. Yeah, okay. so about 15, 16, 17. Is that too late? Mm, <laughs> Sometimes it can be 13, 14. Okay. And that means they're already masturbation. They're already there. You want to do it after they start masturbating? No, it's the or. best way is talk to them. Right. And... Ask them, because if they do masturbation, they can I teach them how to do it. Right. So actually, this is also like masturbation. But tell them to control. Right. So you have to go through with them. Okay, you get the oil, pull the skin. This is sharpening the knife. And you rub from the, from the best penis to the gland system. Okay. So you do that way. Now the, the gland system will not that. The gland... Penis will not that sensitive. Okay. And the penis stretched longer and more better, and the blood can flow better. And how many times do you do this? So actually, we, we say one, uh, it's the pulling of the tendon. So one side, 50, one side, 50, front side, back side. So it's about 50. So 200 times. 200 times. A day. If you every day, every day to one level that you have it. Okay. That the, the boy get to one level, we have the power. Okay. And the penis is strong and long and not sensitive. Not sensitive. You don't want it too sensitive. Too sensitive. Or you won't be able to have the multiple orgasms. Yes. Because sensitive. you cannot control it. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to have this talk with my boys probably in 10 years. <laughs> and by then they'll probably have watched this video and they'll say, Dad, I don't want to talk about it. But no one taught me this stuff. I found us out on my own and the problem... You know, but my son... Yeah. My son is going to be uh, 13. 13? Yes. So you had your son when you were 63. And he, one day he saw me... In I thought I started late, Master Chia. You started late. <laughs> right. Okay. But one day he saw me... I know his friend talked to him. He saw me in London Real. And he said, oh, that's good. And I want... Because I when I tried to talk to, to him, and he just avoid me. And he said, maybe I'll let him watch the London Real. <laughs> so your son watched London Real and watched you. Yes. And now, but, is he interested yeah. now? Uh, he started to ask something. Okay. I said, okay, I have to start to teach him, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, it's nice to know we could be a part of that. Sure. <laughs> Maybe my boys will watch London Real, and then they, they can tell them. Uh, so you're he's about the right age to maybe teach you. 13, okay. so he's about 14, 15, because he have a bladder also coming up close. So I said, okay, let's make them closer and do them one time with them you know, like that. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, is that if, if you don't teach your sons this, they're going to learn. They fly out by yourself. Yeah, and you find it by yourself. And then what do you do? You do it super fast in the bathroom before right. someone comes in and your right. mom knocks on the door and you train that it's a sexual organ orgasm. There's no body orgasm. There's no right. energy. There's nothing right. beautiful. There's no smiling. And it, and it feels dirty mm -hmm. and a secret. And it feels like it's shameful, right? right. Which right. is all wrong. Right. That's the biggest problem with the West. Because in the in the Tao, they think that this is the uh, uh, important, and so they have set manual for that, and they have so many version of explanation for that. They think that having a baby, this is amazing, you know. It's a very intelligent guy, having a baby, right? So that's why now 
the the Chinese they started to learn more because because the Tao talks so much about if you prepare yourself healthy, good, and arousal and orgasm, and you have the baby going to be healthy and strong and smart. Okay, so do it for the children. I think that's everything that I was saying, but said, you know, obviously with the Dallas Masters uh, expertise, there is nothing shameful about it. If it's done right, if it's done healthily, if it's done for the improvement of the self and the individual, if it's done correctly, it's actually even a beautiful experience that one is needing to achieve wisdom, to achieve enlightenment, and to, of course, start a family, a good family with good people. There are so many more energies surrounding this than simply your hormones, your juices, your your flow, leaving the body and draining draining you of these vitals. In fact, it's quite the opposite. A full body orgasm, a healthy, disciplined masturbation schedule can refresh and rejuvenate as well as renourish your body's hormonal production and keep you at a higher testosterone level keep you at a higher health level because your body is still in the game you are still preparing yourself to start a family to live your life to experience sexuality with a woman to experience pleasure to your eye is still looking for mates your eye is still looking for uh, companions you're still hoping you're still searching you're still living it's when people find one thing and obsess over it that they start dying. It's when people find one thing and surrender to it that they start dying because they're no longer alive. They're no longer in the game. You're a slave, and slaves are not real. They are abominations. They are the undead. And when you are a slave, you are basically a zombie. And that's why it's wrong to be a slave of masturbation, it's wrong to be a slave of sexual addiction, it's wrong to be a slave of drugs, it's wrong to be a slave of uh, rage or, or crime or anything, shame or sadness, it's, it's wrong to be a slave. That's nothing new to that. And to free yourself from mental slavery is not to run as far away from that former slavery as possible. It's to finally assert your own control over yourself. To not run in fear. To not hide from it. But to choose that you are the master of it now. That you decide. Not because of whatever they're telling you, but because of your feelings, of internally your decision, your compass. Whether you want to or not. And to know that you are not afraid of it because you have the power over it. You have the power to make it a good use. And that it was never designed to be evil. It was never designed as something that was sinful or shameful. Those are teachings of wrong, cultish, totalitarian tyrants who, failing to find any shame and fault or evil in the salt of the earth, of the people themselves, of all races, walks of life, and creeds, for God who set them in motion decreed it to be good and gave them all things for good, had to confuse them and teach them that good was evil and from the good make the evil. And this is nothing new for this occult body shaming, this occult constriction of freedom of will and mind of the rights of men and women 
has been going on in all tyrannical cult theocracies from the ancient Babylonians who controlled the sexuality of their slaves and their, their made, forced all the women to uh, be prostitutes, etc., which divorced them from their control over sex and made all the men eunuchs, uh, introduced the castration principle that they could not orgasm. They could no longer have children, that they were out of the game in terms of finding families, finding mates, etc. It's 100% why that existed. No fap is, no not November is just the modern day castration, the modern day creation of eunuchs in the guise of spiritual salvation. Regardless of what society this occurs in, it will always occur and it will always be wrong. Although it will always say very loudly that it is right and that we are all dirty, shameful sinners because they could not find any fault in our actions except for our freedoms, our personal preferences, and our own empowerment. As just mentioned, the Taoists incorporate masturbation in their very raising of their children in terms of creation of good men. While the West treats it as a shameful secret, a failure of moral and personal discipline. And the difference is that in the Taoist Chinese world that only through this acceptance and healthy training of the body can one produce the healthy sexual intercourse that produces healthy, powerful children and strong families, which they're traditionally 100% focused on. In the West, our families have decayed, our families have become destroyed and disintegrated, and still we do not see that it's because we view sexuality, review orgasm, and review masturbation at its very base cause, masturbation, as sinful and shameful, and thus nothing has a chance. All sex is considered a fast, dirty, uh, reckless, and unknown mystery. And this is why Western culture continues to fail time and time again. Because fundamentally, it can't even handle Simply masturbating as God intended it. Fundamentally setting off your house to collapse. Remember, a man chooses, a slave obeys. But a man, to be a man, must choose from time to time. And to never fear their choice to never be ashamed of their choice and to never allow others to blackmail them or to force that shame on them for their God-given desires and their body's abilities and their needs thank you all very much for listening out there at Dreamland, the beyond top secret Texan. Broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. My pride and privilege to be doing so. Thank you all very much for listening. Listeners new and old, check out the archives. All for free. All going out for free. Available on all the podcast platforms from Spotify to Apple Podcasts. Everything in between. Check out the webpage. Check out the social media. All of it's going to be available on Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. Linktree slash Beyond Top Secret Texan. Thank you very much for your support. Thank you very much for liking, following, and subscribing. It's a sharing. All of that jazz, all that good shit. And then, thank you very much for leaving your reviews. Whether they be five star or one star. 
whether they be, you know, congratulations, or whether they be curses, thank you very much, I appreciate all the reviews I am getting, thank you very much. And I will be reading all of them, so please, please, I heavily encourage the one-star hate reviews. I heavily encourage those. Those are just amazing. Those are gold. Love them. Lifeblood. But yeah, let's uh, call it a wrap on this one. Thank you all very much. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Peace out.